Welcome to the Dark Coaster Unearthed podcast. In this podcast, I will discuss the leaks and facts about the new for 2023 roller coaster coming to Busch Gardens Williamsburg. I will cover everything from initial leak to announcement to opening. So hold on, this is going to be a wild ride. I'm your host, Coaster Ranter. Episode 2, Never Sane to Begin With. This is our last episode of 2021, so I figured why not go over the article about Dark Coaster that came out on Thursday. Before I do that, though, allow me to flash back to January 3rd of this year, when BGW fans on Twitter leaked that Busch Gardens Williamsburg was hiring for non-seasonal positions, which seemed to confirm the rumors that they're looking to expand their operating season into January, February, and March. The next day, January 4th, Busch Gardens announced three new events, Winter Weekends, Mardi Gras, and St. Patrick's Day. And Winter Weekends opened on January 15th. This event went until the 24th, and just recently it was announced that it would return on January 8th, 2022. So Busch Gardens Williamsburg will be the first park to open for the 2022 season. This is significant because Dark Coaster will be completely indoors, which means it can operate during winter weekends. We learned this from Zachary, the author of all the BGW fans articles and one of the admins on the Park Fans Forum who helped leak Dark Coaster. And he actually went on the Coaster Talk podcast on December 7th to discuss Drakenspire and Dark Coaster, and this is what he had to say on Drakenspire. Um, but let's, let's, let's talk about what we really came here to talk about a little bit. Um, uh, so first off, you guys just reported it recently on Bush Gardens, uh, the Drakenspire project and you named the article appropriately Drakenspire slumber. Why is that? Uh, Drakenspire, the multi-launch giga shuttle coaster for the old plot of where Drakenfire once stood. Uh, that we leaked extensively uh, pre-COVID. It looks like that project is still on hold and is likely to remain on hold until at least 2024 or 2025. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's to make it a full circuit coaster. That's my opinion. <laughs> so <laughs> they can properly call it a giga coaster. The big question yeah, I... As you guys know, there's a bit of a discrepancy in what we, we, me and Bob consider <laughs> uh, gigacoasters on the show. The big question, I think, is how far along that project actually was. We were getting very close to actual like site preparation work happening um, when COVID hit. So...
The news that this roller coaster would be pushed back to 2024 or 2025 was disappointing, but not surprising, because as Zachary said in that clip, there is a pandemic going on, and they haven't really made much progress, and they hadn't made much progress since before the pandemic. However, the mood did start to shift towards more positive when they moved to talk about Dark Coaster. Before this podcast came out, the only things we knew about Dark Coaster were or that it was a multi-launch and completely indoors, and that it would be replacing Curse of Dark Castle. However, after this, we learned two very exciting new things from Zachary, which I'll let him tell you about in this clip. Uh, do you want him to come back I... on? <laughs> I... <laughs> I gotta try. But before you send me packing, I will tell you... One more thing about Dark Coastal, though. Yep. One more thing about Dark Coastal. It features a trick that might be a Ward's Forest. It is a tremendously creative, interesting project, and I am very excited to see the community's reaction. Alright, then. Well, <laughs> damn it, now I'm really there excited. In addition to this world's first element that was teased in that clip, Zachary also mentioned that this roller coaster would be a quadruple launch. This really built up excitement for the roller coaster and on the forums he announced on December 10th that he had a very very good grasp on the project and there was some speculation on how the on who the manufacturer would be and apparently the popular theory is it's Intamin Intamin's like Intamin's the company that built Pantheon and is contracted to build Drakenspire if that's not cancelled. Then, on December 30th, an article came out about Dark Coaster as part of a big event Zachary was, was having related to it. And this article was massive. The article starts with a with some quotes from the Curse of Darkcastle script. Only instead of the characters, it starts with the four previous roller coasters BGWfans.com leaked. It's first Ver Verbolton saying, Why are you here? Then Tempesto saying, Get out. Invader saying, Look out. And Pantheon saying, They're coming. Then Bush Gardens Williamsburg says, you must go back to bushgardens.com. BGW fans has no power there. And then they're cut off by a quote from BGW fans, quoting Mad King Ludwig. So you've come to tour my collection. You'll simply die when you see it. Do come in. I insist. Then we go to the foreword, where Zachary, the author, 
talks about how back in July he addressed in the post started by Horses Boy the hypothetical coverage of a potential new attraction in the former Curse of Dogcastle building, and he said that obtaining data on such a project would be very difficult because because there's no soil testing or height surveys to be done or height waivers to be filed. And the typical game plan tends to break down completely whenever Bush Gardens Williamsburg builds something in an existing building. And they mention that Battle for Ire is a prime example of that issue because since their founding back in 2009, which was almost, which was 12 years ago, Battle for Ire was the only ride they failed to leak in any real detail. But they did end up publishing a fair bit of documentation regarding Ire. And fortunately, this time, thanks to an incredible collection of internally sourced seized documentation they obtained, including the leak of SeaWorld Orlando's Project Penguin that came out on December 6th. The reporting on this next fully indoor attraction will not be a repeat of their experience with Battle for Ire. In fact, this might be the most they ever knew about a project this far ahead of its planned debut. And then they say that content like this needs needs lots of people to obtain, dissect, and analyze it. And then they added another quote from Curse of Dark Castle from BGW fans. Allow me to introduce you to my friends. They've been waiting for you. And after this, Zachary shouts out, the sources that contributed information and evidence to their understanding of this attraction and the channel in Tim 305 who made a model of the attraction in No Limits and everyone in the park fans forum that helped them out in the background like their members Adam and Ja Rules and and the other two admins of Park fans, Nicole and Gavin. He says that he may be the one typing up the text at the end of the process, but the reporting takes a village. After that, there's another Dark Castle quote from BGW fans. They say, you have such hunger for my secrets? Come, it shall be fed. And then they put up a big red warning box, but for that, they have another vote from Dark Castle said by BCW fans. Sorry this part is such a fright, but isn't that the point? And this, this red box is kind of a warning so that we don't blame them if something happens to change this roller coaster. And it should be viewed as a description of Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Berg's current plans, not as a promise of things to come, followed by another Mad King Ludwig quote from BGW fans. First course coming right up, followed by a fancy logo saying Dark Coaster, and BGW fans has 
exclusively obtained a bevy of information regarding a yet-to-be-announced fully indoor multi-launch family coaster currently in development for Busch Gardens Williamsburg, which, once again, they say is is going to be completely within the show building for the defunct curse of Dark Castle Dark Ride. And as things currently stand, they believe Busch Gardens is pushing to have this new roller coaster ready to open for the 2023 season. And then another Mad King Ludwig quote from BGW fans, You'll soon be getting your just desserts, but I'm getting ahead of myself. And then they had a section called Context, where they went through Busch Gardens Williamsburg's Madrid arc, which I may have covered slightly back in my first episode, but I feel like I'll go into more detail here from the article. In the mid-2010s, Busch Gardens developed a plan codenamed Project Madrid, which called for a Rhine-crossing full-circuit-launched gigacoaster with a station located in Festhouse Park, which was a Drakenfire station. Then in early 2018, plans were filed for a large dedicated special event space behind Aquitaine, likely to facilitate taking Festhouse Park away from entertainment. Then the Project Madrid plans were scrapped in the late 2010s in favor of two Intamin Swing Launch coasters, Pantheon and Drakenspire. And the Aquitaine event space plans evaporated. Then in early 2020, Pantheon was delayed until 2022 and Drakenspire was placed on hold due to COVID. In early 2021, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Busch Gardens moved to year-round operations for the first time in the park's history, and the Jockens by Height Waiver was extended, leaving the door open for the Jockens to be built in time for 2023. Then, back in May 28th, on May 28th, like I said in You Have Such Hunger for My Secrets, the event space behind Fest House Park was planned large enough to allow entertainment to vacate both Fest House Park and Dark Castle. And now Drakenspire remains on hold and a different attraction project has been prioritized ahead of the Fest House Park Giga a Coaster Edition. Then more Dark Castle quotes from Bush Gardens Williamsburg and BGW and Busch Gardens Williamsburg says, Get out before it's too late. And BGW fans responds, Oh, come, come, marketing. It'll be a blast. And then, with that brief history lesson taken care of, they dive into the real meat and potatoes of the article, the next new coaster. But first they go over some basic information, and they have another quote from Mad King Ludwig. Come, come, don't hold back. It's time to heat things up. And according to the documentation they've reviewed, Busch Gardens Williamsburg worked with Intamin, the manufacturer of Pantheon, to develop a new family coaster for the former home of Curse of Dark Castle. And 
Although things can change, they understand that this new coaster will, as I've said before, debut in early 2023. And, like we know, it's going to be entirely inside Curse of Dark Castle's show building. The record show that there's no modifications to the height of the current structure, which is a little less than 40 feet. So, from what they can tell, they can deduce that Project Dark Coaster will be a custom-designed Intamin Family Launch Coaster, a small model known for its family accessible launches, twisted layouts, and unique aiming style. The first family launch coaster from Intamin opening at a SeaWorld Park opened in 2017 at SeaWorld San Antonio as Wavebreaker the <coughs> Rescue Coaster. And there was another Intamin family launch coaster planned for SeaWorld San Diego pre-COVID. And Zachary included a short marketing video from Wavebreaker, which would show the ride's unique seating position. He says that Dark Coaster's station area is set up to accommodate five car trains for a total expected capacity of only 10 riders per train. Though it may theoretically be possible to, for Dark Castle to run three trains at a time, which would mean in that they would be sending out 30 riders on maximum capacity days, but the impact on actual capacity would be minuscule. And they believe two trains to be the most likely outcome here, meaning that 20 riders could complete the course at a time. Then another Mad King Ludwig quote, The tour is about to reach new heights, revealing the layout, saying that if we've ever seen them leak a coaster before, they're probably familiar with their standard approach to breaking down a coaster's layout. They typically give a numbered overview of the coaster and then dedicate small sections of the article to analyzing each individual element. But in the case of Dark Coaster, he actually believes that this will make the coaster more difficult to understand. So they're going to split Dark Coaster's layout into two halves. The first consisting of a fairly mundane family multi-launch coaster layout, and the second focusing on what makes this attraction so interesting. Then they go into something called Dark Coaster's Coral layout where they talk about the first section and show a blueprint for it with the two launches which can and they say that it consists of the track between the first launch and the final in quotes break run this portion of the coaster takes up the vast majority of dark castle's show building and consists of two launches numerous banked turns and a break run then they say that the recreation depicts a portion of the coaster's layout quite clearly. The coaster's trains will start the portion of the layout by launching towards the back of Dark Castle's show building and ascending a bank to rise that curves 
about 135 degrees to the left. Then, riders will experience a couple downward sloping bank to S bends, likely tumble downs style before straightening out and leveling off parallel to the brake run before entering a steeply banked 200-ish degree turn to the left before hitting the coaster's second launch. And riders will then be thrown directly into a large, heavily banked turnaround, which flows directly into a banked S-bend, and they'll bank right and traverse a 230-degree turn, then cross the second launch section with an S-hill before entering the last heavily banked turnaround before the brake run. The chord layout is really just that of a fairly short but still promising sounding indoor Intamin family multi-launch coaster, and even the layout would fulfill the fully indoor coaster void in Busch Gardens Williamsburg's lineup, but this coaster features a unique, tremendous lake weather trick that takes this attraction from a fairly run-of-the-mill Intamin family launch coaster to something truly one-of-a-kind. In a, in a red box, it says, Warning, main major dark coaster spoilers ahead. I know many people like to go into rides with clever hidden tricks like Verbolton's completely blind. I believe that dog coaster's trick, if executed well, could offer a very similar shock for a lot of people. Given that belief, I want to offer people one last opportunity to keep their first dog coaster experience as a prize, assuming the park doesn't spoil it in their own marketing, of course. Anyway, beyond this point in the article, we're going to talk a ton about dog coaster's secret ingredient. You have been warned. Then another script from Dark Castle Part with Bush Gardens Williamsburg as Ludwig's mom and BGW fans as Ludwig. Bush Gardens Williamsburg says, The way out is your browser's back button. Follow me. BGW fans responds, There is no way out. Bush Gardens Williamsburg says, I won't let you scroll. BGW fan says, Marketing, you're driving me insane! And Bush Gardens and Williamsburg responds, BGW fans, you are never sane to begin with. Then they get to Dark Coaster's big secret. And they say, Typically, between our roller coaster's first launch and final break run, you'd just find her. Simple transfer track and station platform, and for most rides, this is the most mundane portion of the layout. That said, in the case of Dark Coaster, all of the elements that make this coaster something truly weird and special occur after the final breaks. Picture this. You depart the station, round a corner, hit the first launch, and experience the coaster layout depicted previously. After two launches and a bunch of highly banked twists and turns, you begin to decelerate on the brake run as you near the coaster station. Suddenly, at the last moment, your deceleration ceases, you bank left, and enter an entirely new segment of track featuring a series of S-bends, 
From there, you're fed right back into the main layout discussed previously, resulting in another two launches and, and a bunch more highly banked twists and turns, effectively more than doubling the length of the coaster. Then they show the top-down image of a recreation of the full dog coaster layout with all of the non-coil layout elements displayed. As they can see from the image above, Dog Coaster's bizarre multi-lap layout is accomplished with a pair of Intamin's fast track switches and a dedicated station area bypass track. This setup will allow Dog Coaster to cycle a train around the coil layout more than once without having it traverse the station area, and also enable a unique multi-lap coaster layout to run more than one train at a time. Then they show an animation of the coasters going through a the block zone diagram, and if you don't know what a block zone is, El Toro Ryan does a pretty good description of it, so if you listen to his problematic roller coaster series, you'll learn very soon. And assuming this attraction operates as depicted, the unique dual, dual fast track switch setup paired with a dedicated station bypass track makes a really fascinating little coaster and it will turn dog coaster into a reasonably a reasonably long quad launcher from a short dual launch coaster and as they can probably tell by the layout images above they worked with someone to model dog coaster in no limits this was in Tim 305, who created the Drakenspire rendering in 2019, and he created another POV, this one for Dog Coaster, which I will play the audio for, of, for you now. Thank you. 
The wind-washing noises you heard there were the ride's four launches. The first launch gets you up to 30 miles per hour, and the second gets you up to 35 miles per hour. The theme of this ride, according to the documents, do not is not much, but although it sounds like really bad news, especially after seeing what happened with Pantheon, it's still early enough in the development cycle that there's a good chance most seeming elements have yet to be finalized. And after saying that they didn't include much of the attraction's final theming package, they included a quote from Bush Gardens Williamsburg quoting Dark Castle, theming documents are beyond your reach. And the documents they have reviewed do give some reason for real hope that shows that that although Curse of Dark Castle's ride area has been gutted, the plans they've seen call for the retention of essentially every last existing detail. And they show that that the untouched areas of Dark Castle's scenic elements are going to be the covered queue area, the doors to the pre show room, the station stable theming, the load platform area, the exit ramp room, and the Dark Castle torch lamps and the castle wall facade that remains inside the former ride is also earmarked for preservation. And the themed wall is going to be extended further to the right as part of the project. There will also be major station platform modifications, which calls for the addition of an exit side platform across from the existing load side platform used by Curse of Dark Castle, which will feed guests to a staircase and ultimately up to a new themed covered wooden walking bridge over the coaster. And they show a station mock-up, which shows where the exit ramp and the outdoor queue is and the indoor queue, and the performer pre-show room. And it looks to them, at least for now, things may be moving in a promising direction thematically saying that the unique upright seating configuration of the family launch coaster could lend themselves tremendously to world being themed to horses, meshing perfectly with the existing stable theming from Curse of Dark Castle's station area. And the unique switch track setup could offer some incredible storytelling opportunities on Ride Farewell, like, on, like a foiled near escape on the first lap, Followed by a successful attempt on the second, and it could be something really special if the park's willing to invest into it. They say that they have a what we do and don't know section. They do know Dark Coaster is currently in development, anticipated to be ready for an early 2023 debut, going to inhabit the home of Curse of Dark Castle. Planned to be a unique, fully indoor, intimate family coaster featuring two launch sections, two fast track switches, twists and turns, somewhere around 1,600-ish feet of track, and five-car trains accommodating ten riders per train. And it's likely to reach a max height of around 30 feet, complete two laps of the core layout per ride cycle, making it a quad launch coaster. Roughly 2,500 feet length, 
and featured two of Intamin's motorbike trains and reused much of the Curse of Dark Oast Castle theming. And B, GW fans included another quote, You will never escape, talking about Dark Coaster thoughts, saying that we believe the Giga Coaster aspirations are still alive and well, and, and assuming the current trajectory continues, he'd be surprised if they don't have another major record-breaking coaster in time for Busch Gardens Williamsburg's 50th anniversary in 2000. 25 and he said to separate the Giga Coaster project from Dark Coaster since Paradle Ferrari is never gonna reopen and a lot's changed so Dark Coaster looks to be a superb investment Pantheon will bring the thrill seekers in droves through at least its first two seasons so Star Coaster makes a lot of sense since Jack Inspire is a little bit of a wild financial decision. And he's an enormous fan of Dark Coaster, but there are still things that give him pause, like capacity, and that's about the only thing. He says it's a fantastic investment, but in his opinion, whether or not Bush Gardens puts in the money and effort required to convey a compelling story will determine the ride's notoriety. And he ends with the hope Bush Gardens Williamsburg does a good job fleshing it out in the year ahead. And another quote from the ending spiel. Hope you had a wickedly wonderful tour. Thank you for touring Dog Coaster and we hope the rest of your day is just as terrifying. And that's how the article ends. So that was Dog Coaster. It seems pretty interesting. And... In the next episode, I will be giving my thoughts on it as well as as sharing information that may have come out between now and whenever I record my next episode. So, see you all next year. Enjoy your Happy New Year. And remember, do not get ahead of yourselves.